Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome in to another Lake Show on this Friday evening. News Talk 830-WCCO. Henry Lake and Christopher Tubbs for the next three hours. Hope that everybody's had an awesome week and looking forward to an awesome weekend and gaining an hour uh, of sleep this weekend. When I think about today and some news and reflecting and looking back, one of the things that I will never forget is 25 years ago today, we were all shocked, or at least I was shocked. I'll speak for myself. When the news broke that Jesse Ventura, a popular former wrestling champion, wrestling icon, won the governorship here in the great state of Minnesota. I will never forget that. That that will be that will be something that I will never forget. And I'm gonna tell you specifically why. Okay. When I first started in radio, I first started in radio as an intern for the Chad and Barrero show on KFN. Chad Hartman, Dan Barrero. And when I was an intern at KFN, not only did I assist and specifically do things um, specifically for their show, but you do stuff for everybody, all right, for the most part, okay? And it was the... You know, anything that people basically kind of asked you to do, you, you kind of did it, right? Like, it, you know, you got an opportunity to go to, to, to Winter Park and go get sound. You go get sound for the show. I remember uh, vividly uh, one time Dan and Chad told me, hey, we, we need to get Denny Green's book. Uh, go to Barnes & Noble and get Denny Green's book. And I remember it was a snowstorm out there, uh, I, I'm, if my recollection is correct. And I went. Grabbed the book with my own money, by the way. Cheapskate Chad Hartman. And the station reimbursed me, okay? Because it was an unpaid internship. It wasn't like I was getting any money to, uh, to, to be an intern there. But I go and I get the book, things like that. And they're showing me the ropes of the ins and out of radio. But at that time of being an intern there and assisting and helping, after the first four or five months of me doing that un- uh, unpaid internship, I ended up getting hired as an overnight board op. Okay? Where you're there, you're doing the show prep for the uh, the next morning shows. Um, they're late cutting sound. And in that particular time, because now we have this thing called automation, where stations can overnight just run by themselves. At that time, no, we were operating reels. I know that Chris Tubb is probably familiar with all of that way back in the day. You're you're starting the reel and, you know, CBS News and this, that, the other, whatever. Like, you're hitting every single button for every single commercial. And I know you guys are probably like, oh, what does this got to do with Jesse Ventura? Well, 
Jesse Ventura's show was one of the shows that I prepped for. Jesse Ventura, if you remember correctly, he um he was at KFAN at the time. He was at KFAN at the time. On the airwaves with his own show. And he made the point that he was going to run for the governorship. And I don't know how many of you took it, but I was surprised. And I was like, well, I mean, I like Jesse, but no one's going to vote for him, right? Well, I was shocked like everybody else, and Jesse Ventura won the governorship of the state of Minnesota. And with that, he left or had to leave radio, clearly. They created a new show. That show started utilizing me, and that became kind of the start of my on-air situation in radio. But I guess I would ask this question because I know that I will never forget um, that day and the surprise that resided in me when Jesse won. If you voted for Jesse Ventura back in back 25 years ago, why did you vote for Jesse back then? What made him most appealing to you? Because I do think that that Jesse um, started something 25 years ago. I really do. I, I feel like he started something 25 years ago in that I think that people in a small way looked and said to themselves, that we don't have to just go down this road of the typical politician. The person that's been a part of this machine forever and ever and ever. And we just, we, we have, we have alternatives. We can pivot. We can do something different. If that type of individual is available to us. I think that it started with Jesse. Now, I know that people will look at the political campaign of Donald Trump um, leading up to 2016 and, and feel like there was something about Donald Trump. Clearly, there was that they looked at him and they said he is he is like us, which I never understood that. But. But when I look at Jesse. I think that a lot of people here in our state, they looked at him and they said, He's one of us. Not just in terms of like um, looking at what he's talking about in terms of policy or the things that he wanted to get done or change, but but in terms of utilizing his voice and saying that I am not the status quo. I am not the standard career politician. I want to create some significant change. And I think that that resonated with a lot of young people here in the state of Minnesota. But 25 years ago today, I'll never forget that, what happened there. It is funny how Jesse makes a decision. His decision impacts um, other people like myself because there's no telling what would have happened with me in terms of the radio career. But I, lo- I love your reaction, 651-461-9226. But, but think about that. 25 years ago today, remember the, the soundbite that a lot of people will never forget with Jesse Ventura about how we shocked the world. Now it's 1998, and the American dream lives on in Minnesota as we shocked the world. The American dream, we shocked the world. 
the possibility of somebody who wasn't somebody that stepped into the fray early on as a career politician saying, I'm going to represent the people. And I'm going to represent the people, and I am not the average suit and tie guy that you guys have had to vote for for so many years. 651-461-9226. I know earlier today, uh, Jesse with Chad Hartman, and Chad, uh, not Chad, but Jesse talking about how his son knew on that day that something weird was going to happen. The moon looked really weird that night. There was some strange stuff coming off it. There was, you know, the late fall, all that. And I'll never get, forget my son looking at me, and he said, Dad, something really strange is going to happen tonight. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. I didn't. As much as I had worked with Jesse, had been there, uh, run all kind of errands for him, did show prep for him in the mornings, I didn't see a win. I didn't see a win, but I think that what he did, and it resonated all across the country. Everybody, the state of Minnesota was front page news with his victory. All right, let's take our first break. I want to get back. I want to get to some phone calls. Dwayne in St. Louis Park, you're up first. Julie in Minneapolis, anybody else that would like to react, we could take your phone calls or text on the City's One Plumbing Talking text line. That number is 651-461-9226. This is The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. Thanks for listening on this Friday thought it was a beautiful day. It wasn't cold. Clearly, it's not going to be hot. But great fall weather. What was the weather like 25 years ago? Not sure. Probably colder. But Jesse Ventura, he was hot, right? Red hot. Won the governorship of the state of Minnesota. Uh, if, if you're out there listening, why did you vote for Jesse if you did? And what made him most appealing? We got some text that we'll get to on the Season 1 Plumbing Talk and text line, but also let's take some phone calls. And we will start with Dwayne in St. Louis Park. What's up, Dwayne? Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, great topic tonight. Uh, I'll never forget that. Uh, two reasons. Number one, I almost got in a fist fight in a restaurant the night before the election. A couple of guys were sitting at the bar just cutting Jesse up. And... I'm not one to 
talk about politics much, but I got up and put my coat on as I was getting ready to leave. And, and uh, I walked up and I said, excuse me, fellas. They go, yeah. I said, what do you guys argue about over here? Well, we're not really arguing. We just have different opinions about the election. And I said, well, what do you think? They said, well, anybody that vote for Ventura is crazy. And I said, you know what? I said, if I was a betting man, I'd almost bet a couple of bucks that he was going to win tomorrow. And the guy goes, why in the world would you think that? And I said, because he's the only guy in the country that when he tells you he's going to do something, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. And and he's not a politician. Never has been, never will be. So anyway, then the next day after the election, I had to go to California for a week at a seminar that uh, I had to attend. And first, there was about 60 people in this seminar. And the first thing they did was make us get up, tell us, tell them their name and where we're from. So I told them, and when I said us from Minnesota, they went nuts. <laughs> what do you guys do? What are you thinking out there? <laughs> they just settle down, folks. It'll all turn out okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Dwayne. I hear you, man. Hey, that was the next Yeah, morning. that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome, man. That was pretty cool, man. Hey, hey thanks for the phone call, Dwayne. I appreciate that, man. I, I love those stories that Dwayne and St. Louis Park just gave us. And, and, and per what Dwayne in St. Louis Park just said, I'm looking at the text line right now, and I do want to get to this text real quickly before we get to our next phone call uh, from the 952. Jesse represented our dissatisfaction with the status quo. Plus, he asked people to loan, and I didn't know this. He says, plus, he asked people to loan him $20 for the campaign fund. I got paid back after, and I believe that even if he had lost, he would have paid everyone back. That said a lot about his integrity. That I, I, I appreciate that text from the 952. Let's go to Julie in Minneapolis. How you doing, Julie? Hi. Oh, I tell you, you bring up such memories. I'm about the same age as Jesse. We were at Roosevelt High School. Uh, uh, you know, it, it just really brings up memories. I didn't know him in high school. I, I didn't happen to notice him. But, you know, I was a total K-Fan addict from about 1995 to 2004. I didn't even listen to music on the radio. Nothing. As far as I'm concerned, it was the golden age of radio in Minneapolis. Common would do uh, a comedy bit for 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes of a show. Uh, I mean, it was every. To tell you the truth, I listened because about a third of it almost was current events, politics. It wasn't just sports, sports, sports is your whole life. Sports, sports. yep, exactly. No, yep. It wasn't. It was fabulous. But, you know, I remember uh, watching on television. I remember Norm Coleman sitting next to Jesse. And to be honest, he looked a little condescending and uh, just a tad arrogant. And he was had his suit on and his good shoes. And Jesse was just blunt and himself with his tennis shoes. And boom. He was just himself. He wasn't a politician. He didn't look like a politician. I got, I asked him a question on the phone once I called in and I found out we both admired the same government teacher. And I said, what do you you think of Mr. Lang? And uh, he had, he thought he was just a great teacher. And, And so that kind of blew me away. I noticed one other thing. And that is I was listening to a show. He had a 12 o'clock noon show. Okay, so I had I could listen during work and I noticed there were all these calls, caller after call sounded like a young male between, oh, maybe 18 and 22. You're great, Jesse, blah, 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 blah. Hang up the next call. And something was brewing. 
something was happening. And I think a lot of it started with the let me ask you this. The fan. Well, well, let me ask you this, Julie. Do you think, do, let, let me ask you this. Do you think that he resonated with the young people because he was direct and he seemed like a very genuine and honest person? Or do you think it had also something to do with the pop culture part of him of being a former wrestler? Or do you think it was both? Yeah, I think it was both because it was exclusively young men that would call in, caller after caller after caller. And so I just, uh, you know, I just knew uh, something something was brewing. And he was, he was a pretty good radio personality. I didn't end up voting for him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but that doesn't mean I was dumb and blind and couldn't see that something was going on. Hey, so, Julie, thank you so yeah. much for, for going and taking a trip down memory lane. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. 651-461-9226. Um, yeah, look, text line uh, from the 612. Paul Allen was given an opportunity when Jesse went off the air. I know that because I was sitting right there. I was sitting right next to Paul Allen because Paul Allen used to do updates. Like this was long before, you know, he had a radio show when Jesse was there and Jesse was hosting the show. PA was doing sports updates, and I'm there assisting and interning and doing running errands for the different shows and stuff like that. And then eventually it became PA and Dubay, and PA and Dubay started using me, and the rest is history. Uh, it says, I worked with Jesse for several hours in his booth at the fair. The people flocked to his booth. Skip Humphrey, <laughs> not so much. See, why are you taking a shot at my guy, Skip Humphrey? I mean, I'm, I'm fine with Skip. I'm, I'm really good friends <laughs> with with the Humphreys. Uh, I went to his cele- uh, celebration party at the Mall of America. Uh, also, this is from Bruce in Bloomington. Um, another one off the text line. This is from the 763. To me, seemed like the everyman candidate. Knowing him from other stages, he felt more accessible as a candidate. I think that's what was most appealing, is that he just seemed like a regular guy. And I shouldn't necessarily say regular guy, but just a, like he was honest, like he was straightforward. And, and you may look at him and say, oh, former wrestler, whatever, wacky personality, whatever, but he seemed like a straight shooter. Chris, there are a lot of politicians. You look at them, right, and you just don't trust them. And I'm talking about, I don't care what their party affiliation is. I don't care how they uh, identify themselves. There are a lot of people I look at, they, they can call themselves Democrats. They can call themselves Republicans. They can say, I'm not a part of any party. I'm just I'm just me. But I just don't trust them. And I'm not going to get into specifics of people here locally. But, yes, there are certain people that I don't trust. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think that just kind of plays into, you know, politicians telling us whatever they think we want to hear in order to get their position. And once they are elected to said position, they you know, go about and, and do whatever benefits them. I, I you know, to go back to, to what Julie from Minneapolis was talking about, I do feel it is a combo platter. And when she's talking about all these young men that are you know calling in saying, Jesse, you're the best, you're the best. I think that people also, because of his notoriety, you know, in the AWA and the WWF, you know, WWE now, but people knew him. They're like, okay, he's from here. He's this big personality. But I will say that the person you see on TV 
is also it's a character, right? It's like how much of Jesse the body Ventura is a is a character for television, and how much of that is Jesse Ventura the individual? And I mean, you you saw it, you know, up close and personal. I think yep. when when people could break down that barrier to see, okay, he's not just in this this wrestler mode. This is who he is. I feel like the alternative, and people felt that real connection to him. Like, yeah, a- absolutely. Let's you know, let's give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? That's well, this, that's kind of the feeling that I got. Well, this is the thing. I didn't always agree with everything that Jesse said or did, and this is I'm talking about prior to him <clears throat> winning the governorship. Mm-hmm. But I always did and still do. He spoke his mind, and he he wasn't fake. He wasn't fake. Honesty and, and, and being and, genuine. Yes, that that to to me, I look. I respect you. Look, there's a lot of times where there's people that will say stuff or do stuff, and I just don't I don't like what they say or do. But I respect you for being straightforward and being honest. There are certain politicians out there that will say whatever to get your vote. And then once they've got your vote, they're trying to do something different. One hundred. Or they're not going to stay yep. true to what they yep. campaigned on. And, and to me, I, I just I don't like that. I, and we have too many of that. In American politics, just absolutely, that just makes no sense to me. Hey, uh, some more reaction via the uh, the text line if you'd like, uh, or phone calls at six five one four six one nine two two six. But we got to get to our first break. Got to take a look at the local weather, and then also, um, j- just something I've been thinking about because I'm I'm trying to I'm in this mode where I'm trying to get fitter as we get older, take care of our bodies, and and watch what you eat. But do you ever get nervous, or even in your own head, about foods that you eat? Or you have been accustomed to eating your entire lives, like myself? I got an example that I have to pose to the listening audience, and we'll do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO. I have to make a confession. The older I get, the more I struggle with trying to just kind of wrap my head around when we talk about healthy eating and nutrition and what to eat and what not to eat, it, it becomes a lot harder. And now I, I don't want to say it's because of necessarily quote disinformation, but there's so much information and there's so much research that you go out there and you look and you're like, well, what's real and what's fake? Like, like, or, 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 or what do I believe and not believe? There is so much of that, that I want to live a long, healthy life. Not sure that I'm going to, I thank God every day for getting to this specific point in my life. And any day that, that I have after, you know, today, just moving forward, just any day is a blessing to me. But with that, you guys know this about me. Um, I, I love going and, 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 and working out at the gym, taking care of myself. I'm a foodie, so I like to eat. I like to, and, you know, enjoy, you know, sweet treats from that, from, from time to time, whatever. But at the same time, I know that I have to take care of myself and that, yes, there are a lot of guilty pleasures and things that we like to dive into, um, because we just enjoy it. But I try to take care of myself in terms of, for the most part, just eating healthy and taking care of my body. But whether it's, you know, information about keto or information about um, um, the Mediterranean diet. or There's so many different things out there. 
I struggle from time to time, and I get nervous about the things that I'm consuming because things that you grew up eating or enjoying or partaking in, you start getting information, whether it's social media and checking in with your, the number one person you should check in with is your doctor, right? And they'll tell you, you're not checking with my doctor this week. And they, they told me about a couple of different diets or whatever because, you know, I want to shave off like 10 pounds. But I just don't – I just don't know how to deal with certain information and how to input it in my brain and make it stick. And, and this is the reason why I bring this up because I know that I'm not the only one struggling with this, okay, is because I came across something on Instagram. There was – because there's a lot of – we talk about influencers, whether it's fitness people, but there's also people that will put out information about eating healthy, taking care of themselves. And look, I'm not a dummy. I know that you can't, you know, eat sugar and candy bars and all this stuff 24-7. That's not going to be good for you. That will create diabetes. That will create heart issues, whatever. There will be a lot of high blood pressure. That's that's a no-go. We get that, okay? If you eat terrible your entire life, you're going to be in bad shape. I know that water's better for you than pop is or whatever get all that i think that we all understand that but i saw this and and we'll play it here for a second and it has to do with you know when we were growing up you liked certain just certain sweet treats right like a twinkie or like a honey bun one of the things that you find out as you get older and if you i guess if you dig um and, and are you know researching enough it just seems like everything that that you've gotten accustomed to in your life, there's like some bad info on it. Like we heard the stuff about some sort of dye that's in Skittles. The Skittles isn't good for you. Or you, you, you hear about, you know, and we hear that about a lot of different things that we continue to, to eat on a daily basis. We hear about soda and how terrible soda is. It's not stopping people from, from drinking soda. You know, but you, I saw something a couple of weeks ago, and they're talking about, well, you know, Mountain Dew is not good for you, and it's not even available in, I can't remember what country it was, because of something that's in it. But take a listen to this. This is from one of the, I can't remember specifically his his, his name. Um, it's Harold something. I, I can't remember his last name. But he's an influencer. He's somebody, his story is that he was living a very unhealthy lifestyle. He needed to lose weight. I think there was some health situations or some health stuff that came up. Um, he drastically changed his diet. He started eating healthier. He started doing more research on a day-to-day. And I think he lost something like 60 to 70 pounds, and he's in a good place. And he feels like it's part of his mission in life to educate people on eating healthier. But this is something that he had to say about specifically, like, foods that we all grew up on or sweet treats that we enjoyed, like a Twinkies or a Honey Bun. Just take a listen at what he says about certain things in terms of avoiding foods. Why you should avoid these snacks. First, we have honey buns. Now, honey buns contain titanium dioxide, which is an ingredient used to whiten food products and is also used in cosmetics, paints, and paper products. Now, according to the Center for Science and the Public Interest, titanium dioxide may accumulate in the body and cause DNA damage, which is one way that chemicals can cause cancer and other health-related problems. Then we have oatmeal cream pies. Now, in addition to titanium dioxide, oatmeal cream pies also have red 40 dye, which is banned in several countries, including the UK and Switzerland. And then finally, we have Twinkies. Now, in addition to red 40 dye, 
Twinkies also contain yellow five, which is linked to hyperactivity and behavioral issues. Well, now we know. Listen, this is the thing, and I wonder if anybody out there is like me at 651-461-9226. I see this, and then I get in my head about what I'm putting in my body. But this is the deal. I'm 50. I'm at that point where, look, I, I, everybody's got to take care of themselves, right? And, and I've been taking, my care, taking care of myself for years. But how many of us on a day-to-day, when we go to the grocery store, I don't care where you go, Lunds Byerly's, Kowalski's, High V Cup. Who's reading labels 24-7 like that? Christopher Tubbs, do you, how, how often do you read the label when you go out shopping for whatever? Because I'll tell you this right now. Never in my life, and I'm not saying I want to be ignorant, but never have I in my life have I ever went and if I'm, if I'm craving something in a, and I see something in the aisle and I'm grabbing a honey bun, did I look at the label for what's actually in a honey bun or what's, what's actually in a Twinkie? Ne- never once in my life have I ever been in the soda aisle and I grabbed a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is one of my favorite sodas of all time. Did I actually look at what's in a Mountain Dew? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not looking for something that's got a certain amount of sodium, sixtieth or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, if I can't spell it, I'm not worried about it being in my food. Because here's how I appreciate what this individual is trying to do, because I do feel that there is a certain level of, you know, you want to look for the fat content. You want to look for calories. You want to look at vitamins. I mean, there's one thing about looking for the nutritional value. But I feel if we go down that rabbit hole, we will never eat anything ever. Like, I, yes. I, I, I mean, once you start, like, you won't want fresh, you won't want to go to a farmer's market because, you know, who knows what kind of pesticides might be on something. So I, I don't want to get overly paranoid. I feel like if I'm eating fruits and vegetables, I'm preparing and I'm living a, you know, a healthy lifestyle. There's, to me, I feel that you can go over the top in trying to, because at the end of the day, like, what are you looking to accomplish? There, there's going to be nothing out there that you can eat. And that's the that's the thing that I struggle with. I'm like, well, what can you eat then? You you just don't know what you can eat from one from from one you know from from one year to the next because there's so much information out there, and you're like, man, well, what's the deal here? I, I just don't get it. Like to me, it's almost like it's too much. It's almost like it's too much out there. And if you go down that hole, that rabbit hole of well, because. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that that guy, uh, I wasn't happy that he gave out some good information. I, I'm glad that he gave out some good information. But at the end of the day, is that going to stop me if I truly do want to to eat an oatmeal cream pie? Probably not. But I feel like nowadays we're so inundated with this information, especially like when you when you you get nostalgic, right? You get nostalgic. We talked about candy early in the week. Um, and Halloween and what, what you should be giving out and what you shouldn't be giving out and what our favorite candies are and stuff like that, whatever. I just think as Americans, and I don't know if we're ever going to get to the point here in this country, because, look, can we all agree that we probably are a lot un- a lot um, unhealthier than some of the other countries that we compare <laughs> oh, 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 ourselves yeah, to? Yes, we are way – I mean, we are so – oh, man. I mean, we are literally probably the, the, the one of the least healthiest – Yet most robust 
and, you know, Bombas uh, countries that are out there. But that's, I mean, that, that's who we are at this point. We seem to embrace it. We can do a better job of portions and eating healthier, yes. But, man, that, that, I mean, that, that level is on paranoia right there. Yeah. All right, 651-461-9226. Let's go to Scott in White Bear Lake. Hey, what you got, Scott? Hey, I just wanted to – I just heard what you said, and I, you just ruined my week because, you know, I, I really changed my diet. Uh, two or three years ago, I was on insulin, and uh, actually it was about mm. four years, and I changed on my diet, cut all my sugar out, everything. I've been without insulin. My A1C is 5.1. Been doing great for three years. Congratulations, but man. That's awesome. Every once in a while, I, 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 I'd like, okay, I'm going to cheat. And I got addicted to these damn white honey buns. Not the, the other ones, <laughs> the white ones. And I look at it, and I figure out how much sugar is in it. And I'm like, okay, well, if I eat one of those every two days, you know, then cut down on all the rest of the sugar, that will be my little cheat. But now I hear, oh, no wonder they're white, the titanium dioxide in them. I'd never even thought of that. But, uh, you know, it gets to the point where, you know, even sugar – you know, they, they give you all these artificial sweeteners, and one's good, and then it's bad, and then they say, do another one, and it's bad. It's all moderation. I mean, you just got to, you know, eat as much natural as you can, and, and kind of, you know, it's like alcohol. You should probably have no alcohol then, but, you know, everything in moderation, and, you know, I think everybody's going to be okay. You probably die from an ulcer from worrying about it. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right, and thanks for the phone call. I truly like, well, 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 Chris, that goes back to because you had mentioned something to me um, via the uh, we're emailing back and forth too yeah. about just from from the perspective of we you know we talk about sugar and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, there have been these reports that sugar is bad for you and you have to avoid it at all costs and go to these artificial sweeteners. And now you see these studies that are, you know, conflicting and, and telling you, okay, well, sugar really is not as bad for you. And it's got some, you know, it, it's actually healthier for you than what we had anticipated. And, and kind of like what Scott was saying, well, I, I, I don't know what to think anymore because I, depending on the day of the week and the publication, like everybody's telling you different things. I, the, you know, and this is the thing, like you don't know, there's so many conflicting uh, reports out there about what's good for you, what's not good for you, and then you hear about like sugar for the most part, right? I, bottom line is, is, is I just I've been hearing the last couple of years is that sugar's not bad for you. It's processed sugar that's bad for you, right? So, so, so then you then you get it stuck in your brain. I can't do processed sugar. That's not good for me. I got to do. Yeah, I got to make sure because eating fruits, like fruits and and things that are natural and things from the world itself. How can that be bad for you? It's not bad for you, but like Scott mentioned, you got to ra- you got to ration it out. You yes. got to make sure that it, you're yeah, doing. It's, it's all about portion the best control. That you... Yes, yes, moderation, moderation. We're all dealing with mm-hmm. moderation. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Quick break. Come back. We'll wrap up the hour. We'll do that next. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Appreciate you listening. Top of the hour, we'll talk a little Timberwolves basketball with uh, Rebecca Brunson, uh, analyst for Bally Sports North. Uh, I feel like the the uh, the Timberwolves are very Jekyll and Hyde. They lose against the Raptors, they lose against the Hawks, and then all of a sudden, funny, they beat the Denver Nuggets. How does that work? Let's go to text line real quick the, about this, uh, the eating conversation. 
Uh, this from the uh, the 612. And the text line, by the way, is 651-461-9226. Back in the early 70s, after I got back from Vietnam, I started reading labels to get the healthiest diet. Well, guess what? Reading all those labels confused me. And I was afraid to eat anything. Then I had some sort of a, uh, some kind of a breakthrough and started eating what I wanted. I am 73, um, at the VA today. My blood pressure was 120 over 83. Uh, I think his, uh, what sciatic nerve really just kind of gives him too much pain and the docs are figuring out what to do. That from Matthew in South Minneapolis. First off, Matthew, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Um, I, we truly do appreciate it. Um, also, thank you so much for serving our country. That means so much. Um, that's you're an amazing person. And lastly, I'm glad you're healthy, man. I'm glad you're you're feeling well. You're doing well. I mean, you went and served. You came back home. I mean, you're 73, and then look, his blood pressure is much better than mine. 120 over 83. I don't know. I got high blood pressure. I don't know about you, Chris, but he's doing uh, he's doing pretty good. If you ask me, yeah. And now that now that I hear that, I don't ever want to check my blood pressure because that's, I, you know, no, that's that's excellent to to hear that. You know, you're at that sort of health at that age, man. That that is that's awesome. And, and I think there's something too, like just it is. It's too much information. It's confusing because it's like for the average Joe, we can see these things, but we don't really understand how or what or like wh- what does all this information really mean? They're they're just words. Yeah, and there is a text. And I really can't make it out in terms of everything because the text sometimes, sometimes will get, they'll come through kind of broken up. Uh, but there's a gentleman that said that, that their dad was in World War II, um, and that they ate rations three times a day for over a year. Um, can of stew, can of beans, can of hash. Uh, and, and I think that what they're trying to say is that he lived to be 101 years old. That from Mike in Maplewood. That's one hell of a run. 101? And I think that's what we're talking about, just portion control, just rationing out your food. I mean, he must have been best friends with, with uh, Sid Harvin. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> Seriously. Mike in Maplewood, man, your dad was living good, man. That That's awesome. I'll tell you this right now, Chris. I'm going to try to do the best that I can um, in terms of eating right, working out, um, taking care of myself. No chance I'll make it to one-on-one. No, I, I've, I've already given up. I, I'm, I'm here for a good time. I'm not here for a long time. <laughs> what kind of time are the Timberwolves going to have this season? What kind of time are they having to this specific point? Rebecca Brunson, Valley Sports North, she joins us to talk Timberwolves basketball, and we do that next you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.